0: Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. We've got a great show for you today, and we're going to share some information that you probably haven't heard before. In fact, we're going to talk about creating generational wealth with the secret asset. My good friend David Archangel is on the program. Stay with us. Hey, Russ, wake up. We've got a show to do.
1: Huh? Oh, sorry. I was just having the most awesome dream. I found low-cost rental properties that cash flow in a strong job market with prices that didn't fall through the floor during this great recession.
0: Wow, that is awesome. But, you know, you don't have to dream to find a market like that. We're going on a field trip there in just a few weeks. Really? Where are we going? To Dallas, Texas. It's a huge market with great infrastructure and lots of people. Prices are low and rents are strong. And with today's low interest rates, properties' cash flow great. And did you know Dallas is projected in the top three of all job markets for 2010? Plus, Texas is the number one rated state for doing business.
1: That's amazing. When is it?
0: That's the best part. It's up to you. We have several dates scheduled so you can go when it's convenient for your schedule. No matter which weekend you pick, there'll be tours of different submarkets and property types and meetings with local experts, including developers, agents, and property managers. That sounds great. Well, hurry up and register because space on field trips is always limited. Go to realestateguysradio.com and click on Events or call 888-GUYS-RADIO for more information. That's realestateguysradio.com or 888-GUYS-RADIO. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Now, in our 14th year of broadcast continuously, I'm your host, Robert Helms, and we've got a great show for you. Let's meet the guys, our co host financial strategist, Russell Gray. Hey, Robert. And the man we call the godfather of real estate. He's been investing in seven different decades Is Bob Elms. Seems longer than that. You know, we have just come back from our ninth annual Investor Summit. And see, if you listened last week, you uh, heard the show that we did uh, live from the middle of the ocean. Had a lot of fun with that. A lot of great feedback on it. And I tell you what, we are st- our heads are still spinning from uh, this last year's summit.
1: Absolutely. You know, nine consecutive years, and every year we end up coming away going, boy, that was the best one ever. And you think, how in the world are we ever going to top that? And we're very fortunate that we have lots of people that come back year in and year out. And I I get to screen a lot of the incoming email. We've got a lot of feedback over the last week from folks that were on the event that are saying, I don't know how you did it but somehow this thing was even better than before. I'm coming back, I'm bringing my brother, I'm bringing my mother, I'm bringing my father, I'm bringing my sister. I mean, we got so many people fired up about coming back for our 10th anniversary uh, summit next year.
0: You know, and uh, we are seeing folks already just uh, scrambling, and the the only folks who really know the details about it are people who went on uh, this year's summit. We're going to share some more details with you in just a minute, uh, and hopefully you'll be able to add your name to that list. One of the fun things for me was talking to all the new people, new
2: people who had not been with us before some of them dragged along kicking and screaming and they were excited they were really excited people were having epiphanies they were saying oh my gosh and uh, some of them left there with their own list of tasks of things they wanted to do to
0: get in the game yeah it's amazing and you know what we always wonder how we're going to top next year's summit this year we're not wondering. No. (laughs) We are guaranteeing you that we are going to top every summit that has ever been at our 10th annual Investor Summit at Sea. Just how? You won't learn quite yet. But here's what I'm going to urge you to do. Go to our website at therealestateguysradio.com. That's realestateguysradio.com and click on Summit and you'll be able to pre-register for the information when it comes out. Now, the folks who have been uh, kind of already know the deal and so if you've been talking to one of them, then maybe you know. But uh, next week we'll make uh, the big announcement and it will behoove you to be on the list before that announcement gets made to the public. We're pretty sure this thing is going to sell out and it's going to sell out fast.
1: And so it, everybody who's been before is going to get first opportunity, people that are in our program, backstage members, folks like that. Next group is going to be the people that have said, hey, I'm interested. I want to be first in line. So if you're not part of the alumni group and you're not part of the backstage, we'll encourage you to be part of the backstage group. But uh, get get yourself registered so you're the first to know, because once we announce it to the general public, we're, we're pretty sure this thing is going to go fast.
0: Yeah, it's going to be an extraordinary. We're super excited about it. Just to be doing anything for 10 years in a row is exciting. And the fact that it gets better every year. And I think we'll get some uh, some new folks as well as many of the alumni to come out with us.
2: It's just amazing how many people said, like you mentioned, Russ, this is the best one, far and away the best one. I think a big part of it
1: is the fact that we've been through a tough time as real estate investors. Those of us that have been investing in 2004, 2005, especially if we were in acquisition mode, you know, we took a bit of a haircut, and we had to do a little bit of scrambling. And and what happens is, the less committed folks fall off the truck when that happens, and you end up with people that are really committed, really serious, really dedicated. And of course, now that the market is beginning to turn and the opportunity is pretty apparent, you got a lot of new people coming on. And Bob, to your point earlier, when you get new people involved, then you got all those fresh faces and that fresh energy and that new enthusiasm, and all the old folks who've been beat up a little bit think, "Wow, you know what? I, I really I know a lot more than I thought I did." And I'm really in a good position. I'm in a much better position than I thought. So you walk away with a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of hope, and you can see the
0: opportunity. Absolutely. Well, anyway, get to uh, the site at realestateguysradio.com. Click on Summit, and you'll be among the first to know. And listen to next week as we share more great information. Here are the details we'll tell you for now. It's March 30th through April 7th, 2012, and we're going to be leaving from Sunny Florida. We've got uh, not 3, but 4 outstanding ports of call, including one where we're going to do an amazing real estate show excursion at your option. So, uh, get over to the site and get registered. Today on the program, we're going to break your paradigm a little bit. We're going to force you to think differently about a subject you may think you know something about but probably don't. Uh, my good friend David Darkangelo is on the show today. And, Bob, you and I have known David for uh, over 15 years.
2: Yeah, David is just an amazing guy. He, he thinks differently than most of us, but his thinking is clear. And he, he's a guy who works with principles that work, and he's able to prove it to himself, to his constituents. So he's just a guy, if he comes up with a new idea... I want to hear what it is.
0: Well, what he's done is come up with a brand new book. And uh, we're going to interview David and uh, find out about uh, his book and tell you how you can get a copy. Plus, he's also prepared a free report for you. Uh, But before we do that, just a little information uh, about David. We first uh, met over 15 years ago, and we're doing a lot of uh, live events and ran into David at some of these events. He was uh, teaching uh, on a a variety of of really neat topics, mostly to do with financial strategies. He uh, Long before I met Russ Gray, David Archangel, who had coined the phrase, master financial strategist. And that's what he referred to himself as. And as you watched him and you watched him work through the numbers, you realized this was a guy that understood exactly what, Russ, you say, do the math. And the math will tell you what to do.
1: Yeah, every time we meet with him, it's great. It's like going to a clinic. He'll sit there and he'll talk with you for a little bit. And before you know, he's standing up. He's off to the whiteboard or the easel pad. He's got the pen going. And he's proving mathematically the concepts that he's explaining to you, which I appreciate. Because I, I really think that, you know, you can use a lot of puffery and flowery words and a lot of enthusiasm. But when you just do the math and you show the concepts and the concepts make sense and then you mathematically prove the numbers, it's like, wow. You know, that really works because at the end of the day, real estate investing or any form of investing is business and business is about the numbers. And it's about making sure that the bottom line is positive, that the bottom line is black ink, that the bottom line is putting money in your pocket, not taking money out of your pocket. And the thing, you know, Kiyosaki's been talking a lot about this, about the new rules of money and and uh, with Conspiracy of the Rich and some of the other things that he's done recently. And he says knowledge is the new money. And how important it is to really understand how to use the financial concepts. And the other thing is so many consumer finance gurus are exactly that. They're teaching consumer finance. Consumer finance is not investor finance. Investors and business people look at the numbers, look at debt, look at how they use cash, they look at all those things very differently. And when, when you deal with people that understand it from a business perspective, it's very refreshing in a world full of a lot of consumer finance, which doesn't always make sense for an investor.
0: Well, that's exactly what you're going to hear about today because what David is going to teach us about is a product you might think of as a consumer project, but he's going to show you how it actually can be a great investment tool. When we come back, we'll introduce you to David Darkangelo. We're the Real Estate Guys. I'm your host, Robert Helms live
3: nationwide you're listening to the real estate guys find out more at realestateguysradio.com
2: hi this is bob helms they call me the godfather of real estate mostly because i've been investing longer than the average joe since 1957 to be exact back when i started out investing was pretty simple even so i made more than my fair share of mistakes And I can't imagine getting into this game today without some help. That's why I'm inviting you to check out the Real Estate Guys Investor Mentoring Club. There are three locations to choose from. Silicon Valley, Los Angeles, and Dallas, Texas. To find out when and where, just send an email to guys at realestateguysradio.com or use the feedback page on the website at realestateguysradio.com. Tell them The Godfather sent you.
1: Hi, this is Garrett Sutton, Rich Dad's advisor. Remember, equity happens, and you're listening to
0: The Real Estate Guys. And welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Heard every weekend on this fabulous radio station all the time at realestateguysradio.com. I am excited to have uh, you meet the gentleman we're going to hear from. Uh, I've known him for uh, 15 years and it's been an extraordinary opportunity to get around the way this guy thinks. He's uh, a financial strategist at, at heart. It's all about the numbers, but uh, also just an amazing guy. Please welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program, my good friend, David Darkangelo. Great to be here, Robert. And it's been too long. It has been too long. Uh, we, uh, First met uh, years ago when you were teaching a bunch of great strategies and on, on finance, and of course you had a very successful uh, book that came out of McGraw Hill all those years ago. And it's time now to talk about your your new book. You've just come out with a new book, and we're excited about it. I think folks are really going to find this is an eye opening book. It is a subject that people think they know about, but they don't. The book is called "The Secret Asset: Making Millions with Investment Grade." insurance, life insurance. People's understanding of life insurance is something that they they don't want to pay for and they don't want to ever have to use. But that's not really the case. Tell us why you decided to write this book, David. Well, Well, clearly, everything is about
4: mathematics. So when you scour the group of investments in your portfolio, you look at them and usually have your business, you have real estate, you have stocks, bonds, and cash, and those are the general investments. But I always ask everybody is, so where's the investment-grade life insurance? And they look at me like, what do you mean invest- investment-grade life insurance? Right. And, right? and they'll say, so, and I would ask you, Robert, do you own life insurance or do you own investment-grade life insurance? Right. And it, and it gets you triggered. So, what's important about investment grade life insurance? So, number one, take and erase, erase everything you think and understand about life insurance because I'm going to tell you most of it is entirely wrong. And the information and data where you got it from was probably not the correct information as well. So, you have a life insurance. So, I took down and broke down a life insurance policies mathematically, have done it for years. And I'm interested in this number. If you pull back the curtain on The Wizard of Oz, the secrets are this. It's insurance, like jewelry insurance. It's like trip insurance. A lot of people pay in, and most of them either quit or fall by the wayside. In life insurance, seven out of eight people on average quit their life insurance policies and subsidize the one that goes the distance. So here's a good example I have a client about a life insurance policy, and in the later years, we were looking at what is the rate of return at life expectancy. I said, I'll show you how to make money with this policy while you're alive and get tax-free cash out of it. But number two, if you ever do pass away, what's the internal rate of return? Internal rate of return, Robert, is the rate of return you get every single year, year in and year out, no negatives. And at his life expectancy was 13.8%, plus or minus. Okay. That's tax-free. You would have to make 21.25% in a taxable investment, to equal what you got in the life insurance policy tax-free because the death benefit is tax-free, and why can they pay 13.81% or 21% pre-tax is because the seven people who quit subsidize the one. They're, they're investing in bonds paying 65 or 7%. But they're paying out an IRR of 13.7, which is 21% tax-free. And the second part of that is you get the tax-free benefits of life insurance that the IRS has showered on the life insurance business going back over
0: 100 years. You know, one of the things you've always talked about is it's about the numbers. And the interesting thing about life insurance and the way that the very product is calculated is – actuarial. How long does a person expect to live? How much are they going to pay? That's going to pay some benefit in the future. And most of us think, okay, well, I'm going to get that so my loved ones are protected. But I think what people are going to understand when they read your book is that there's so much more the investment side to life insurance than just the death benefit. Correct. The death benefit, my theory on that, and I'll get to the cash. How do you
4: make cash while you're alive? But my theory on on death benefit as a death benefit is, is look, if you're going to die why do it for free right, right? i mean i mean it's going to happen it's the only thing that's guaranteed is death and taxes so you might as well make money on that one yeah. and especially if you understand look if if like my prior example is if i can put money if i'm going to leave money for the next generation i know you're not making 13.7% tax free, which is 21%, compounded every year, year in and year out at 1371 or 13.8%. Right. Nobody's making that type of money in year in, year out, unless you, you, you score your big real estate, you, you sell your business, but not with the rest of your conservative portfolio. So, so it's phenomenal. It's there. The math. I show you how to step into the driver's street, pull back the curtain, understand the secrets and design to win. And buy life insurance and bet that you're going to live instead of you're going to die. So now let's get to the cash side. How do I make money while I'm alive? Right. Isn't that the most interesting? That's what people are interested in. Be- because generally you would think life insurance is an expense. But wait a second. Do you complain about paying the real estate expense
0: when you buy a great piece of real estate? Oh, because you either are using the real estate or expecting a return from
4: Correct. it. Correct. Or do you complain about the mutual fund cost or, or the money manager's cost? or No, because you're going to make something with them. Yeah. So life insurance is no different. Life insurance designed correctly. So let me, let's me let back up. What does designed correctly really mean? Right. When you bought a life insurance policy, Robert, you said to the person, here's my age, my name, here's my health. I want $500,000, a 1000000 $2 million of life insurance, and basically the person sits there and punches them in a the computer, presses the button, and it punches out the premium. Yep. Says, okay, here's your premium. And you go, okay, because that's all you know. Right. And probably most agents, that's all they know. But if, it's software. If you push the window back on the software, there's literally hundreds and hundreds of variables of how you can mathematically design the policy. Let me give you a great example. The Internal Revenue Service has given the life insurance industry, which made this industry years ago, and it's a benefit that is the most phenomenal, misunderstood, or not known that I've ever seen in the financial space. It's called Internal Revenue Code 7702. And basically what it says is, life insurance is is this bucket. So let's say you're going to buy term insurance. You put $2,000 a year into the bucket. You get a million dollars worth of life insurance. That costs $2,000, so you put in $2,000, you take out $2,000, you have zero left in your bucket, but you paid for the life insurance for a year. Yep. Well, what Internal Revenue Code 7702 says is, wait a second, instead of putting $2,000 a year in and having nothing left, what if you want to put $10,000 in, $20,000 in, $50,000 $100,000 in? Take out the cost of life insurance in the net that's left whatever it is 18,000 19,000 16,000 50,000 grows tax deferred you will never ever pay taxes on the interest dividends or capital gains ever in your lifetime
0: because of the unique nature of what you're doing with those
4: dollars correct think about it buy term insurance and invest the difference in mutual funds or everything we know you, a lot of your listeners they make it in real estate they're also buying some other things. And life insurance is a viable asset because, wait a second, I can overfund my life insurance policy. The excess cash grows tax-deferred. I never pay taxes. Again, we all know the eighth one of the world is compounding your money tax-free. Right. And then, wait a second, years down the road at retirement, you want to take the cash out. So how do I get it out without paying tax? Right. They allow you to withdraw your money from the policy, on a tax-free basis because you're borrowing your own money, and a lot of these policies, specific ones, have a zero net zero-cost borrowing provision, which means they actually – you borrowed the money, they charge you 4%, and they credit you 4%. OK. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen, but it's phenomenal. So you can buy life insurance, bet that you live instead of going to die, and build the most strongest, most prosperous cash accumulation tax vehicles that you've ever invested in.
0: You know, David, when an investor is looking at their entire portfolio, they're going to have, and you talked about this a little bit, they're going to have part of their portfolio that's going to be, say, more conservative, obviously depending on their investment philosophy as well as their stage in life and so forth. And, and they don't think of insurance as necessarily an investment, and we're going to hope to break that paradigm today. But what they do is they, they think of, of an insurance policy as a conservative play. I'm, I'm making sure that things are going to be okay later on. I'll pay a little bit to to do that. But when you start to layer on this idea of, it's an investment in and of, in of itself. Now that's really becomes part of your overall financial planning. It, it has to be
4: because let's look fact last 10 years. Anybody make any money in the stock market? Nope. Not in 10 years, not in 10 years, then zero. You threw away a decade of your life, right? Robert, how many decades do we have to throw away before there is no money down the road. Yeah. This product I just talked to you about where you can put away cash overfund a policy Hmm, interesting but I still got the cost of life insurance yeah remember what I said you go you flip that door and you design the policy well I'm mathematically really strong and one of the features is you we buy the minimum amount of life insurance we're after the tax accumulation tax-deferred accumulation and tax-free withdrawals. I want the minimum cost, the most money going to work for me. I want to control my destiny. So you quash it down. You drive it. So one of the features is instead of just taking option A, is the life insurance company invests your money and pays you what they make for the year. They declare a a rate, 5% is the rate nowadays, very conservative. But wait a second, now they have – indexed life insurance with the S&P index. The excess cash goes in the S&P index. So let me ask you a question. You've been through the ups and downs in the market. If I was to hand you the magic wand, Robert, and said, what would you wish for if I could grant it on investing in the market, what wish would you like?
0: Well, I'd like to be able to make sure I'd preserve my principal and not have a huge cost.
4: Great. Right. And, and so you, you want to never lose money yep. and you want to manage your costs. Yeah. Well, what this bucket allows you to do now, it's the best product that has ever been developed in the space. A lot of companies have them. There's a few top one and two that, that we track on a regular basis that have the great features. But let, let me just get to the point. The money goes into the S&P index without dividends. That that's kind of the what they're doing, okay. but they give you a zero floor. You can never lose money in the market. So when the internet blew up in two thousand one, two, and three, and the market went down forty percent, if you had a million dollars, you had six hundred thousand. Right. But if your money was in this insurance policy, in this bucket, then your investment total was zero, zero, zero. And then they give you a choice of, do you want the one year? We get S&P without dividends and then we'll give you a 13% a year cap, which sounds pretty darn good. Or do you want the 115% of the S&P 500 and they roll it every five years? So I won't get into the details. So that's – so for the person who says, no, I think the market's going up, take the 100 plus the 15% on top of it and take the zero floor. So in the same 10-year period of time that we're looking at from 10 years ago till today, the S&P without dividends with no floor – and no cap, you lost six percent of your money. The wasted decade you paid them to play. Yeah. In the S and P without dividends with a thirteen percent cap, forget the one hundred and fifteen percent. Yeah. You were up approximately fifty-six percent. Wow. That's a decade. So as as my brother from uh, works in the brokerage industry called me up when the markets were really going down and in everybody's industry and everybody it was in shock. And they started, what do we do? We call everybody. So brokers started calling me that refer me clients to help on the insurance. And they were going, Dave, how's it going? You must be getting a lot of phone calls. We're getting clobbered. I said, no, no one's called me. I said, all of our clients, they're stopped out at zero.
0: So that, that's, that's the upside. All right, so, so there's a lot here. And this is obviously a, a big topic. When we come back, we're gonna find out uh, about the book. And, and more importantly, in order to get your mind around this, you need to have it presented in such a way that even if you're on a numbers person, you're gonna understand it. David is masterful at that when we return. You're gonna learn all about The Secret Asset, the new book, and uh, we'll return with David Archangelo. I'm your host, Robert We're The Real Estate Guys.
3: Hello, this is Robert Kiyosaki. I'm the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And if you're serious about learning how to invest in real estate, listen to The Real Estate Guys. They really know what they're talking about
0: estate continues to drop Belize property is on the rise and many experts think the best is yet to come Hi, this is Peter Schiff, and you are listening to The Real Estate Guys. And welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Hope you're enjoying our interview with David Darkangelo Before we get back to David, it's time to play Real Estate Trivia. That's right. It's your chance to win a prize. And today, we're going to send you a copy of David Darkangelo's new book, The Secret Asset. It can be yours if you can answer this week's trivia question. Before I give it to you, let's uh, recap last week's question. We were in the middle of the ocean for the 9th uh, Annual Investor Summit at Sea, and we asked Uh, The first U.S. lager was brewed in 1840 by John Wagner, who had a small brewery in the back uh, of his house. Where was it at? The answer, Philadelphia. It was on St. John Street in Philadelphia. The the answer you needed was just Philadelphia. Uh, Here's the uh, trivia question for this week. Which U.S. state was the last one to get a Walmart? Yep, which was the last U.S. state to get a Walmart? All 50 U.S. states have one now. But the last state, the last holdout, which was it? If you know or want to take a guess, send us your answer to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Include your name and mailing address so that we can send you a copy of David's new book, The Secret Asset. We'll give away one copy to the first person with the right answer. Then we'll take uh, all the folks who get it correct and have a drawing for another copy of the book. That way, if you're listening on iTunes or the podcast after the fact, you're still eligible to win as long as you get your entry in before next week. That is today's Real Estate Trivia Question. We're here with David Darkangelo. He's got a brand new book out called The Secret Assets. What you need to know about the greatest asset to build family wealth. What I love about the way that you teach, David, is that you use stories and illustrations. And this book is so different than any other quote-unquote insurance book because what you've done is you've taken a story that people can relate to. Uh, tell us about the the idea behind the book. Well, the idea behind
4: the book was really I, after running a couple of Public companies I came back into the business and my partner from years ago who we went to college with 35 years ago talk about history and a great relationship he called me up I had just parachuted out of a public company that I was running five years ago and he said come on he he goes what are you doing and I said I'm not doing anything what are you doing yeah he said come on you got to get back in the life insurance business it's fun I said fun you, you, you must be kidding he goes no Dave it's fun it's developing into an asset. All the things we talked about years ago are now come and they're grasping it. So I sat and had lunch with him and he knows how to make money. He's just a smart, smart individual. Randy is his name. And uh, so I came back in the industry and... and very forward thinking. I looked at it and I realized how wrongly positioned over the years. It's an expense. It's about death. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, you want to clear a room. The quickest thing you say is somebody says, what do you do? And you say, oh, I'm in the life insurance business. I mean, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're gone. They go. Attorneys and life insurance, they're, they're gone. Yep. Well, well, now I come into a room. I got to tell you, the, people line up. They call. When they understand that you can design life insurance to bet that you're going to live instead of you're going to die, and make money with it, then all of a sudden, it takes on. I'll give you a good example. The story I told earlier about a client who had a 13.8% IRR with his life insurance policy, which is 21.25% pre-tax, and nobody's making that. So an example is, if you take a million dollars over the same 13-year period of time, which is what got that 13.8, 21.25, if you took a million-dollar piece of real estate, and you grew it at twenty one point two five percent. What do you think it is in thirteen years?
0: It's several million dollars. It's
4: twelve million dollars. Wow! You you can't do it in many other And real estate is one of the one of the only ones we're seeing. There's there's great there's great ones and it has the best chance of doing th- things like that. But right. stocks, bonds, cash. Th- th- there's no chance. But in life insurance, you can because not only is it your investment prowess, not only is it your decision making. But there's seven out of eight people, up to seven out of eight, who buy a policy, quit and subsidize the one. Nobody's The insurance companies aren't making 13.8 or 21. They're making six or seven. So where else can you you buy a conservative investment like life insurance? And it's a life insurance. It's really not an investment. It's life insurance and get those types of returns. And when you find out you can do it all in the same place, that's when people go, wait a second. So. I can make money during my lifetime, I can accumulate cash, I can withdraw it on a tax-free basis. If I die, somebody gets paid. If I live, I get to accumulate. I get to pull out the cash tax-free. That's when people start to realize the power of the tool. And that's why I wrote the book is to get the
0: message across. Now, you talked about compound interest, and this is obviously the eighth one of the world. It's because of what happens over time. In a way, using life insurance as a tool you can create these kind of numbers that live on intergenerational wealth and in your book you actually uh, use your own family as as an example of this. yeah i I show
4: how my family made over 170 million dollars buying life insurance over four decades we bought it we held it we kept it we utilized it for cash accumulation tax-free distributions and at the event someone passed away it passed on tax-free cash so, yeah, that, that's exactly it. The book is all about how my grandparents got through their stig, their stigmas about life insurance. Yeah. And I asked my grandfather a question one time. I said, Grandpa, how much life insurance would you buy if life insurance had no cost?
0: Right. All He's, of it.
4: He said, yeah, as much as they'll sell me. Yeah. I said, so how much do you own? He said, well, you don't really own that much. I, I just got you know a couple hundred thousand. License. I said, how come? I said, I thought you just told me you'd buy as much as you could. And he, and he looked at me. He goes, yeah, but yeah, but I got to pay for it. Right. So I said, really, what you're telling me is, Grandpa, is that you really like life insurance. You just don't like paying for it, correct? Yeah. And that's, that's when he got it. He goes, I guess you're right. It's the first time in his life he ever said, I, yeah, I really like it. So why I wrote the book, what's in the book are all the strategies that we use to make over 170, literally, million dollars. I always say 150, it's a, literally, it's $170 million by getting through that negative behavior pattern. Once you get through that, and I take you on the open other side and open your eyes and show you why it's not an expense, it's an asset, and it fits, no, it deserves a place in
0: every portfolio. Well, that's the other thing about this, is this isn't about taking all of your assets and converting them to life insurance. This is a a very specialized use of a product that people have a preconceived notion about. And, and, And when you talk about running the numbers... This is not something you just go out to, to Joe's Life Insurance Shack and buy. This is really a, a specialized version, if you will, uh, of this product.
4: Yeah, I mean, the, we love everybody out there in the insurance or any business. But you, you really have to have a strong handle on the mathematics and, and the numbers and the design. And that's what, that's what sets us apart. And that's really what we do. And I, I like to do. And that's what you, you, you're looking for advantages. The Life insurance companies are good companies. They're the ones who set the table for us. How we buy it smart or or ignorant is up to us, you know, and they're always trying to tell you and share with you strategy. They don't they don't. There's no trickery that they they want to show you. And when people like myself and others come up with ideas and strategies that are right from the formula, they in that software, it it doesn't let you go outside of the box. Right. It's got to fit. And that's what they're looking for. You, you take advantage of what's available at hand and you maximize it. It's like anything. And you're te- you guys talk about real estate. You're maximizing, looking for advantages, different structures, design, sale, buy, sell, everything. It's no different on life insurance. And with life insurance, you said it correctly, you don't need a big... It's not for all your money. They won't let you buy it all. Right. You'd put your house in a life insurance policy if they'd let you because it grows tax-deferred. You'll never pay taxes on interest, dividends, capital gains ever again. And you can take it out when you sell it tax-free. Right. But you can't. Yeah. So all we're looking for is that piece, a little piece of your pension plan. You have your own pension plan. Buy life insurance with the tax-free money. Buy life insurance if you have your own plan. You can even buy a life insurance policy on your parents in your pension plan. I mean again, uh, some are different, and some are up, but but you need to check it out, but that's a so that's a general statement, but it's all possible when you know the rules well,
0: and I think the the big picture here also is that just like we teach in real estate, it's different for everybody, so we have this concept of personal investment philosophy. what you're trying to accomplish with real estate is different than your friend, your neighbor, your sister, so you're going to do different things. People don't think of insurance that way, they think of it is a box, it's one box, check here and that's how much I want. It's not. You're talking about really beginning with the end in mind, understanding what someone wants to accomplish intergenerationally and then using the product in a way that people don't generally think about it.
4: Yeah, you, you want to mathematically understand the little secrets. They teach you to buy life insurance and endow it 100, for example. You can buy an at 100 means. You pay the premiums every year, and by the time you get to age 100, if you get there, yeah. then your cash in the policy equals a death benefit. Let's say that it's a $500,000 policy. Then you, the premiums you paid every year and the cash left over is equal 500, and you got 500. So when you die, they pay you back 500 of your own money. Okay. So wait a second, that's not what I wanted. I wanted to put up a little bit of money and you guys have the risk. Yeah. So we have strategies like $1 at 100. I want the least amount of money in at all times so that they're always at risk. We want to, when it comes to your health rating, the way you price something, right? In real estate, you make money on the buy or the sell. Which one? On the buy. On the buy. So life insurance is no different. So how do they price the product? Here's here's a little lesson. They price it on age. Your sex and your health. Your age and your sex are what they are. I can't mess with those. Right. But health is negotiable. They price you. They they take a health rating and they go, okay, you're either preferred, which is really great. Standard is is the next best. And then it's table one to 16 and then decline. That's when your health is deteriorating. Yep. You know, for one reason or another. In and in price goes up exponentially. Client comes in to me and he said, I've been uh, declined. You're not even a a six, seven, or eight, you're, you're 17, you're, yeah. you're out. Yeah. They won't even insure you. He said, they won't insure me. I said, well, you know, let, let me see what we can do. We grabbed his health information, took a medical test, packaged it up, we have great underwriting, we understand it, we made a case for his health and refuted a few things that were in the doctor's notes and the doctor responded, boom, put him in. By the time we were done, we got him issued table two. Now, all of a sudden, we just bought the building, the million dollar building that was gonna cost him a million five. We just bought it at below market. Yep. We, negotiate. we negotiated his health down. So you bought it below market, so that, which means like a piece of real estate. When it comes time that I either – if I do collect on this down the road, I have less money in and my IRR is significantly higher. So let's always go back to the last decade, the throwaway 10 years of your life decade where you lost money in the market or you made some, you lost some, you made, you, know, you still think you made it, but really you lost it. Yep. In life insurance, it pays. It pays in cash. It is between 7 to 18% at life expectancy. The question is, there's a lot of life insurance companies out there. Do you know which one is the IRR is at 12 and do you know which one IRR is at 6
0: or did you even know there was a difference
4: you do know there was or, a difference or, or, so do, the policies that you own now do I own the policy that has an internal rate of return of 6 or 12 same death benefit same numbers just designed more efficiently
0: well this is something that your expertise plays into because i know a lot of folks in your client base were sold insurance 5 years ago 10 years ago 20 years ago and you're able, with your team, to look at the policy and see. Because another thing that we talked about uh, when we were preparing for this interview is the fact that the life insurance business and the products have evolved so much. So the products that were sold to people 10 years ago were, were inferior in a lot of ways. Can you speak to that? Well, the, the products were great products in their day. It's like
4: they had a great vitamin or a great construction methods. twenty yep. years. They were good then. 10 years ago... They, they were better than they were 20 years ago, yep. you know, fine. So wait a second. So we just go back. Everybody's better at producing things. The life insurance companies are phenomenal companies. They're the brightest people I know. They're the good guys. They're mathematical formulas. They're proven over time. And then they give, then they give guys who understand the math the ability to go out and design. So, so to answer your question is, if the policy is three years and more old, Costs of insurance have come down, but your old policy is at the old cost of insurance. Right. The fees may be higher, so. And usually, this is a, a, a off the top of my head. In four out of five cases, you can generally improve the situation of the person by converting them to some new policies.
0: Well, this is the point. So many times, something like life insurance, we we buy it, we forget about it. We stick the policy in our safe deposit box and we never think about it again. What I think we're urging you to do here is, is take a, take stock of where you're at and don't just assume because, oh yeah, I'm insured, that you're insured correctly, just like your LLCs and your corporations, just like your tax picture. You need to regularly review this to make sure that you're on the right track.
4: Robert, good another example. Uh, last week, An individual wants to purchase life insurance. He's going to buy it in his pension plan. We come back, get all the health ratings. He's declined by everybody. So I have to go back to him and tell him, like, nobody will insure you and you really should go see a doctor. It's not a good conversation. But you have two term insurance policies. Would you let me look at them because they only have a few years left. Yep. And then they're done. But wait a minute. He's 66 years old. So now we know he may not be insurable, which means his health has has been compromised for the worse. Yep. He has a couple of insurance policies that are going to run out after a couple of years, a term insurance policy. So I said, Doc, let me see, though. There's some – if you have this paragraph in there, there could be a conversion privilege in the term policy. He's thinking that's it. He's going to be done. Right. And he can't get any more insurance and he wants it and needs it. I look at him. I find this conversion privileges. He bought the policies about 13 years ago. When he was perfect health, he's now not insurable. So think of my chart, preferred, standard, and then th- all the way up the scale, 1 to 16 in decline. Yep. He's 17. Yeah. But the conversion privilege allows him to convert to the same rating, and he was preferred back then. We converted the policies to a preferred lifetime policy, which he could never get, and we all know that if he could get it and had to pay for it, it would be 25 times what it is sure but he converts at the best rate we converted both policy as life insurance for life and he took advantage of a benefit the life insurance industry gave him which is we'll honor that rating from 12 or 13 years ago
0: wow you know uh, folks don't get very passionate about uh, insurance but you certainly uh, have that and it's so much to to cover here we're not the we don't have the kind of time uh, to, to get into it, but I'll tell you what, uh, the book is called The Secret Asset. If uh, you're interested in that, you can go to our website at realestateguysradio.com and look at resources. We have recommended reading there. For sure, that's a book that we're going to recommend strongly. David also has put together a report, which is a, a way that you can learn some of the things that he's been talking about and, uh, and really study up on this. Tell us about the report. The
4: report is called How to Buy Life Insurance at a Net Zero Cost. Just it's the same question I asked my grandfather back when the story I told is how much would you buy if life insurance had no cost? I'll teach you walk you through so life insurance becomes an asset you'll never lose money buying life insurance ever again and you'll position it as one of the most profitable assets in your portfolio
0: while you're alive and later on after you're, you're gone. Net 0 sounds like the right price to pay. So here's what you're going to do if you're interested in that report, you can send an email to net0 at realestateguysradio.com, and you'll get the PDF copy of the report, have a chance to uh, go through that. And if uh, you're, you haven't taken a look at your insurance policy uh, in a while, that's certainly a call to action uh, today. If uh, you've always thought about insurance as being a cost and a benefit that you were never going to see, it's time to change your thinking there, too. So uh, check out the book, The Secret Asset Making Millions with Investment Grade Life Insurance by David Darkangelo. David, thanks so much for
3: your time today. My
0: pleasure, Robin. and I look forward to the next time. All right, you're tuned to The Real Estate Guy Radio Network. When we come back, I'm your host Robert Helms.
3: Real estate investment advice right in your mailbox. Sign up for the free Real Estate Guys newsletter at RealEstateGuysRadio.com.
0: Hey Russ, guess what?
3: Uh, The real estate
1: market
0: is hot again. Oh Russ, the real estate market is always hot if you know where to look. No, it's something even better. Really? What is it? Well, thanks to our amazing listeners, we continue to be one of the most downloaded real estate shows on iTunes week after week.
1: That is great. So what are we going to do about
0: it? Well, I thought we should let our listeners know that there's more to the Real Estate Guys than just our weekly broadcast.
1: Yeah, like our website at realestateguysradio.com, where they can read our blog.
0: Great start. And if they're still hungry for more, there's our Backstage Pass, with members-only access to additional content, backstage interviews, and our monthly audio mentoring club.
1: Plus, Backstage Pass members get priority access and special discounts to our live events, field trips, and the annual Investor Summit.
0: So, come backstage, go to realestateguysradio.com and click on the Backstage Pass logo. You'll be glad you did.
4: Hi, this is Mo Vesey. I'm the President-Elect for the National Association of Realtors.
0: About a million, one hundred thousand members strong. Excited to be with the Real Estate Guys today. Thank you. And welcome back to the Real Estate Guys Radio program. Now in our fourteenth year of continuous broadcast, I'm your host, Robert Helms. Great stuff from Mr. David Darkangelo, don't you think, Russ? It's always great listening to somebody who takes the time to
1: understand and explain the principles and then does the math. And, you know, it's, it, it's interesting because we're real estate investors and we always want to talk about real estate. And yet we always find ourselves talking about things like gold and currency and international stuff and asset protection and life insurance. Life insurance has been coming up a lot lately. And, uh, you know, some folks who've been listening for a while know I have a bit of a background in that many, many years ago. And I was taught how to view life insurance from a consumer finance perspective, like I talked about at the top of the show. And when I get together with folks that, that have a different perspective on it, uh, it's really been opening my mind up quite a bit now you know again we're never telling anybody what they should be doing but we always want to bring as many ideas and as many new perspectives and insights as we can and get the information out there because uh, you're the, you're the captain of your financial ship and it's really important that you understand all the tools I'm going to mix metaphors here but that you understand all the tools that you got in your toolbox in order to get where you want to go financially and there is no one-size-fits-all program so it's really really important that you have a broad financial education and that you're continually updating that education by listening to folks that bring it or bringing out new ideas like David
0: when well, you have to remain curious I know that we had a similar situation on the summit when uh, Patrick was speaking about a different aspect of life insurance and a lot of people instantly closed their mind to listening because they go oh life insurance I know what that is Well, I thought I knew what that was too, but I had no concept that it actually could be an investment. In fact, an investment that can pay double-digit returns for generations to come. You have to look at it differently, and the different lens is through the numbers.
1: You know, it's very interesting that you say that because I was one of those guys that was gagging on the information, but I've gotten experienced enough in managing my own psychology. I knew what I was having was was a paradigm block. I was stuck, and he was saying things that, for whatever reason, it was just bouncing off the shields that I had put around my mind, (laughs) and I recognized that. You know, I remember when I used to do the seminar Managing Your Mortgage for Maximum Net Worth, and I was trying to break the consumer paradigm that getting out of debt is good, and I was really trying to explain how having lots of good debt that other people are paying and then using that to take advantage of inflation by locking in low interest rates and locking in other people's dollars and paying it back with future dollars and all the things we like about leverage, plus the magnification of appreciation over time, uh, all the things that we like, But I remember standing up in the front of the room, looking out on all the eyeballs and watching when I'd hit those paradigms real hard. And I thought, wow, I'm sitting there on the cruise ship going, this is happening to me. Yeah. And so, I, you know, but, but you know, again, I stuck it out. I went to Patrick's round table. I sat down, I had him really work it through. And I've actually had a couple of follow-up conversations with him since, and he's still working me through it. But it makes a whole lot more sense to me now.
2: Russ, listening to you, you're saying what you said differently a few moments ago. At that point, it was a Kiyosaki quote that said... Knowledge is the new money. If this doesn't prove it, I don't know what does because it's a moving platform. You can't learn it all and say, I got it, now I can move on and have fun. It doesn't work like that. It's always about keeping up, about looking at new ways to make things work, particularly when you've been through times
0: like we have where a lot of the old ones didn't. Right. So here's your choices. You can go, ah, I know what that is, and, and just forget this week's show. Or you can go, you know what? I, I, I'm going to be curious, and I'm going to get the free report. And it's called How to Buy Life Insurance at a Net Zero Cost. To David's point, how much life insurance would you buy if it cost you nothing? Well, you're going to have to answer that for yourself, but the report is a great way to start. Just send an email to netzero.com. At realestateguysradio.com, and we'll get that report of David's uh, right out to you. And then you can decide. If it sounds interesting to you, I'd recommend picking up the book. It's uh, relatively inexpensive, it'll challenge your thinking, and it's a great story. David is a master storyteller, as you'll see when you read the book. You can go to our website at realestateguysradio.com, and under resources, You'll see recommended reading, and in there you'll find uh, The Secret Asset by David Darkangelo. So we encourage you to uh, find out more. Hey, if you haven't done so yet, get over to the website at realestateguysradio.com. Make sure you're on the interest list for the 10th Annual Investors Summit at Sea. We're super excited about it, as you've heard, and that's going to be extraordinary. Next week on the show, we're going to let the cat out of the bag, so to speak. And uh, it was interesting. We had folks this time who said, now, now you guys had like 100 people, and next year you're going to have 300. How? How's that going to happen? Well, there's a couple of things that are going to go on to help that happen. And and I had one of the guys especially just couldn't get his mind around it. Then we made the announcement and he goes, oh, I get it. No problem. You'll have 500 600 So I don't know that we're going to have that many. I don't know that we're going to allow that many. We have room for 280 And that may be it. We may sell out there. But uh, you ought to be on the list at least to decide if you are interested. Just go to realestateguysradio.com and click on Summit and you can register for your early interest.
1: You know, I was thinking too about uh, Kiyosaki's comment about knowledge being the new money and I thought, you know, really relationships is the new money or maybe the knowledge of who you know and the the great experience about the summit is one week at sea with these great brains, the opportunity to work yourself through some of the things like I talked about earlier, my little paradigm block uh, and pick up new concepts, build new relationships, make new connections, power networking, great, great fun. Encourage anybody who's never been to come check it out.
0: Hey, if you don't want to Wait for uh, the summit at sea and uh, you also aren't sure that eight days is a good investment of your time well you can take a mini version of that with our investor field trips we like to go into a marketplace and uh, check it out and uh, meet the local folks get the local flavor learn a ton about the local market we have three of them coming up so you can uh, check out those markets and those dates on our website at realestateguysradio.com just go to events and you'll see the various field trips there we'd love to have you on a field trip thanks to david Darkangelo uh, for his time today big thanks to our sponsors who make the show possible, to you, our listeners, our engineering team, and remember to spread the word about The Real Estate Guys. Next week, we'll let you know more about the 10th Annual Investor
3: Summit at Sea. Until then, go make some equity happen. The Real Estate Guys, brought to you by Paradigm Life, helping you unleash the power of infinite banking. Learn more at bethebank.com, audible.com, the leading provider in spoken word entertainment. Go to audible.com forward slash real estate guys for your choice of a free audiobook. Suburban Residential. Brand new positive cash flow houses in Dallas, Texas. Corporate Direct. Asset protection strategies from attorney and rich debt advisor Garrett Sutton. Texas Investor Homes. Discover high yield, low risk, double digit cash on cash returns with interim construction funding. CDA Law Center, providers of professional assistance with loan modifications and the powerful rest report, helping you level the playing field when negotiating with your lender. Find out about these and other fine sponsors under the resources tab at realestateguysradio.com. Learn how you can sponsor the Real Estate Guys. Call 888-489-7723. 888-489-7723. That's 888-489-7723. Once again, 888-489-7723. Or use the feedback page and realestateguysradio.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week right here on the Real Estate Guys radio show.
4: If you're like me and thousands of others, you know that the Real Estate Guys radio show is a great source for quality content about investing in real estate. But did you know that they also have a
1: book? I just finished reading their book, Equity Happens, and I was blown away by how much I learned.
4: If you're ready to create sustainable wealth through real estate, you need to get Equity Happens. You'll learn, just as I did, about what it takes to prosper in the real estate industry. So don't wait. Make equity happen to you. Order your copy today at equityhappens.com.